Any items placed on the public right-of-way will be removed prior to 4.30 p.m. Including your butt. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Big winner today in trivia. There you have it. Just by the... Uh, Hair on your chinny chin chin. See, that was an important replay. You want to hear it again? So you say New Zealand before Tausch did. Yeah. What New Zealand? Clear. clear. Yeah, no, it's clear. It's clear. I don't want any. What I want to know is why is New Zealand the second largest consuming country in the world? Of ice cream? Of ice cream. And I was wrong. I was looking for a more populous nation. Yeah, so we, we need didn't to even get to that. Trip. Anyway. No, of the important issue, now less than a month away, Independence Day, and I love this topic because it's long been a pet peeve of mine, and I will admit to actually not doing some things that I would otherwise want to do because I don't want to participate in the lunacy that precedes the event. For example, I can't tell you the last time I went to the July 3rd fireworks on the lakefront. It's a great event. I love it. I loved when I went as a kid. I I think it's great, and I'm so glad that it's back and sponsored and ready to go. Just what? Because it's busy? There's a lot going on? Because I don't want to stake a tent down there two and a half weeks before the event, <laughs> right? Or argue, oh, with come a, on. or argue with a guy who's got some rope line set up with acreage blocked off, and like I'm here with two chairs, and it's like, oh, no room for me there. You got because, like a chase lounger. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you wanted a play area or whatever, yeah. like in this public park nice that you declared, this here is mine. And it, it feeds, and those of us who don't want to participate in that, though, you kind of start to get the sense of, yeah, but if I don't go down there early enough, I'm going to be out. Or the parades are the same thing, and that'll lead us into today's topic of uh, another community taking more steps to curtail people who want to put chairs out and stake out their claims earlier, and this happening in Menominee Falls. But, you know, as dad, I am responsible for the chair placement on Independence Day okay. in my small community of Greendale area. Now, how difficult is that? Well, more difficult than it should be. Now, Greendale was one of those, one of the first, I shouldn't say one of the first, but earlier in this spectrum of communities now saying like, hey, we're going to cut back on people putting chairs and stuff out really way ahead of time. Greendale has gone to night before now. So our parade is 9.30, 10 o'clock on Independence Day. 10 o'clock maybe is official step off time. Okay. And we're a small community, 14,000 people, right? But we have a really nice parade and not a really long route and they allow people before that parade so i think they say 7 p.m the night before you can start putting your chairs out well first of all i've come by in the neighborhood of 7 p.m there's some stuff that's been out (laughs) so people are jumping the gun a little bit but generally the police have the right at that point they do to confiscate if they want i think they don't want to do that and if you're just some some cop in greendale do you really want to be that guy ripping up blankets and chairs Uh, right come on I don't know. You don't want to be, you don't want to put your officers in that position, right? They don't want to do that. Right. So largely it seems that the community complies, but even that's a little bit early for my taste. Because what if you're doing something or whatever? My MO is always, I don't mind being up early, obviously. (laughs) If I'm up at five. Oh, so that's why you want to do it. If you and I are up at 530 or six, we slept in by hours. (laughs) That's why you'd rather do it in the morning. A little bit of effort. Let's go. 
Now, if you don't set up, though, the night before, are you out of a decent spot? I have driven up and down Broad Street and what's the little connector there in Greendale at like 6.30 a.m. where my wife has even said, like, are you going to run down there Friday night? Are you going to run down there or the night before? You know, I'm like, I'll I'll just go out in the morning. But now I've that was my call. Mm-hmm. And now I have the lawn chairs in the back and now older, but back in the day, younger children. Yeah, no, you have to have a spot. And I'm driving up and down saying, like, this doesn't look good. <laughs> there are not spots for maybe a chair here. Maybe you could squeeze in between this encampment here or there. But largely, too, when you get to the parade in Greendale, and I and I hope in other communities, people make room for each yes, other. Yes, of course. So there should be that. That was going to be my point, yes. But I love what they're doing in the Menominee Falls, and uh, they're just out with further restrictions. So that's a big parade, and it's on July 3rd. Why are you I laughing at me I love that they already? have further restrictions. Yes, I like some rules. I want rules of engagement. All right, so what are they doing now? They're changing it. Before you could set it up 24 hours in advance, they have the July 3rd parade. It kicks off at 7 p.m. on the 3rd, which is awesome because then right when it's ending, the parade and the the, the fireworks start the next night or an hour later. And it's a big that. parade, right? Yeah, long you live parade. In the yep, yep. I've been, I've been, in, been the in the parade and at the parade multiple, multiple, multiple You've years. been the parade marshal. I've no. never <laughs> been the marshal. But anyway, before, it would be, what, 7 p.m. the day before or whatever, and people would be running out there to stake out their area. Falls has now changed the rules, and uh, this was posted to the Village News page here. Biggest changes, there will be no reserve. I, I love how this is phrased, because the staking off and the encampments always bother me, too. Like, you want to put a couple chairs out, fine. But the people with the stakes and the string yeah. and the taken... And or caution tape, all the <laughs> caution tape drives me I've nuts. Seen it. Yep, yep, yep. The biggest change is there will be no reserving, staking, taping off, or otherwise marking off viewing areas that are in the public right of way prior to July 3rd, 4 30 p.m. Any items placed on the public right of way will be removed prior to July 3rd yeah. at 4 30 so p.m. So, two and a half hours before the parade. That's crazy. Why? You want to come to the parade? Come on down a little early. Get a spot. Here's the parade. What? Because there was like one or two issues over the course of the last several decades of doing it 24 (laughs) hours in advance? I do think they have an issue there that that we wouldn't in my community of Greendale, where this is largely occurring on streets that are not major thoroughfares like Appleton Avenue, right? Yeah, it's a big road. So what police are going to do is they're going to shut down Appleton at 430. So that will allow people to cross the mean, you know, cross the median of what normally would have been traffic, free and clear, no traffic. Yeah, you don't yeah, have those concerns yeah. about pedestrian safety. I think that's legitimate. I now, get I it. I get it. I don't even need that component. I still like it just a few hours ahead of time anyway, in and of itself. But I definitely think safety there on such a busy road where speeds are, what's the speed limit there, 45? Oh, no. Not that high. <laughs> well, oh, it's I think not it's, even? I think it's 30 or 35. They well, you're going low, at they, least 30, 45 oh, or 50, yeah. Some right? people ride it, yep. So yep, yep. definitely a, a pedestrian safety concern there. But also just like, can't we just get back to head out a little early for the event? I mean, I'm looking back on the days that used to drive me nuts, too, about the Great Circus Parade. The Two weeks, Eric. Come you remember on. that? Two weeks? I, I remember covering it as a, as a reporter at TMJ4. This guy, first one here. We do this every year. Where do you sleep, man? Two weeks? <laughs> and and on Wisconsin Avenue, it was the chalk lines, too. I've, uh, I've yes. chalked out my spot. <laughs> you better hope it doesn't rain. Right? And who has to honor that? Someone was here with chalk a week and a half ago, but I can't put a chair here? 
it just bred lunacy. So then you sort of thought there again was another event where it's like, I'd go down to the circus parade, but you know, I don't want to be there a week and a half ahead of time. I'm worried that if I go down there three hours ahead of the parade, I won't find a good spot. Yeah. And that's, so we used to, I think it keeps people away. We, I used to help with that. My, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law, they, and my mother-in-law would do it more where they would actually wait even before the 24 hour time frame. They so would, they're they'd be it there out. like on July 2nd afternoon waiting for the time to come so then they can start staking it. But like so people would be all kind of hanging out and generally you would like pal up with some of your quote unquote neighbors on the route and then you'd be like, okay, hey, well, let's work together. You know, we'll work in numbers. It'll be a larger space. That way everyone and then we'll welcome all families to come hang in this larger space that would be Okay, so Eric has to off. work. He's not going to be able to be here, but... Which was great when I didn't. Right. <laughs> I couldn't be there. But maybe some representative of the Billstead yes. family yeah, can yeah, go yeah, down right, and join right. this larger conglomerate and help us stake out our area. But then the idea was always that, like, yeah, any kids could, like, everyone was welcome to sit in that spot. Like, family, friends, all, all kinds of people would sit in there. I like this on the Old National Bank talk and text line. Old National Bank, get old. Text line is 855-616-1620. We'll take your calls as well if you want to chime in. This is a... <laughs> Both an interesting and funny question. Can you sit on your chair earlier than two and a half hours before? Are they going to move you to <laughs> carry you out? I don't the you know what. Some it poor says, old lady sitting in her lawn chair, and they're going to move her. Any items placed on the public right of way will be removed prior to four thirty p.m., including your butt. The right of way areas <laughs> include the median sidewalks and grassy area between the curb. And the sidewalk, any items placed in the public right-of-way will be confiscated and discarded and abandoned as property to be taken away. That's it, Grandma. You're under arrest. Let's go. <laughs> Taking you downtown. Butt lip. <laughs> I like it. You're, you're worried for this. I See, the reason I guess I'm not worried about it, and maybe, obviously, I must not see it, but there has to have been issues. It's the movement. Um, but before, like, say, if you didn't do it 24 hours in advance... You could still work the line the next day before 7 p.m., before the step-off. You'd have all day to find your spot before the parade that night. Now you're going to have every—you're going to— Okay, let's put all the ants in this tiny jar and shake it and let them all free at the same time. I feel like this could potentially cause more trouble. You do have that. Remember the brewers used to do their Arctic tailgate, and they would say, you know, like, no camping out before this time. Yeah. Then there'd be the line that would form the line before, before the, the line. line. Right, yep, yeah, yep. exactly. We've seen that on opening day and all that stuff. I'd love to see more communities move more to a day of presentation. You want to come out a little bit early, that's fine. Put your chairs out, and it gives everybody a little bit more equal chance to have a spot with the little ones in the front of the parade. 855-616-1620. The Old National Bank talk and text line. would love to hear from you on it next. I do like this idea. 824 on Wisconsin's Morning News. You're telling me in the falls, then after the parade, everybody just kind of turns their chairs around and you can see the fireworks it's from awesome. where you've already yeah, staked out it's spot. Usually maybe 25 minutes after the parade, it gets time for it to get a little bit darker. And then all of a sudden, by the high school there, the, the fireworks go off. Some people even, having been in the parade multiple times, some people are even just staking out spots to watch the fireworks. They don't even watch the parade. And they oh, by like, the way, for your entertainment, we have this parade going by if you like. Right. So there's options there for some folks. So Menominee Falls is going to restrict the placement of chairs and blankets and whatnot for its community parade, which steps off at 7 p.m. on July 3rd. They're going to say you can't put anything out until 4.30 that night. So they give you two and a half hours to get it done. 
Yeah. Man, uh, from the 414 Old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. Back in the day, my mom would take us downtown for the big circus parade, and we would sleep overnight on the street in sleeping bags. <laughs> yes. There you go. I can't tell, though. Is that a fond memory, or is that like, <laughs> yeah. this was an act of lunacy? Why are we doing You shouldn't this? have to sleep overnight to see a parade. I remember specifically one night uh, when I used to live downtown, late at night, seeing that someone had put out their chairs, their lawn chairs for the circus parade, and it was before the city had put out the giant bleachers that they put for some spots. Yeah, because there are some designated viewing areas. Yeah. <laughs> and here their chairs had been pushed back, and boom, bleachers put down. Clang. <laughs> Imagine coming the next day, oh, I got <gasps> this great spot, honey. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, you know why it was great? Because that's where the bleachers go. Boy, they put this down right over my chalk line. <laughs> that one used to really... Is it on you to honor the chalk line that someone else laid down a week ago? Yes. It is? Chalk. You have to do better than that. At least give me some string. Uh, This one I I appreciate, too. Tosa changed this several years ago. Now I wake up to the clatter of lawn chairs at 6 a.m. I think that was in effect even back when I was a kid because we lived really close to the route. We were about, I was on Jackson Park Boulevard, so it runs parallel to North Avenue in Tosa where they stage that really big parade every year. And I was also a Milwaukee Sentinel carrier, so I'd walk it up and down the parade route after finishing my route to sell extra papers to people. And Tosa, a number of years ago, went to that 6 a.m. day of, and I think that's always a 9 o'clock start okay. in Tosa. I've seen the Tosa one, uh, and that one takes some work to get a good spot if, if, with all the people that are there. Here's one from the 414. Sean Went doesn't need to reserve a spot as the permanent parade <laughs> marshal. It's always up front. So I got on the phone, and I called Sean Went. Sean Went's the I marshal. Sean, I need some help. Whatever parade he's in. He's the one getting me my spots. 855-616-1620 is the old National Bank talk and text line. Uh, let me bring Alex in this morning. Hi, Alex. Hey, good morning, guys. Love the topic. Hey, I was at a small parade up in central Wisconsin. I wouldn't say it's small. It's big for the community. 100 years old, bunch of fire departments, the high school cheerleaders, the whole deal. And I noticed a guy up in a, a bucket truck with his wife, like a, a tree trimming bucket truck. He parked like probably half a block away and he just zipped up in the air and hung out over the top of the sidewalk. No <laughs> lawn chair necessary. It's genius. <laughs> Best seat ever. It was, it was the craziest sight I've seen. I'm like, and he just hung there and he was drinking beers. And I was like, and nobody said a word to him. He just put the bucket truck back down and drove off. Hey guy, how much do, how much for a seat up in a bucket? <laughs> the only problem yeah, with that right? is you're not getting candy up there. No, I no, suppose no, he but I think he was, I think he was throwing beers. Honestly, I, I remember him throwing some beers down. Well, that now that doesn't sound like something that would happen there in Central Wisconsin from Bucket Truck Guy, Alex. <laughs> Be careful there. Oh no, no never. No, might hit someone no, between the eyes not. on accident too. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's awesome. That's a, that's a good story. Can absolutely see that. <laughs> Can absolutely kill right. somebody too. That thing hit someone wrong for sure. Hodeg Country Fest in Rhinelander has a unique option. The chair race. Everyone lines up at the designated time with their chairs in color-coded groups. They fire the gun. Whoever gets a spot first gets it. Fair is fair. Never leads to fights. Hmm. So far. Is this how the gold rush was way back in the day when they were opening up the land to anybody when everyone was just kind of rushing west? (laughs) A little bit. And that's to the point. That was to find gold. (laughs) This is to see the parade. (laughs) Well, see, we've gotten a couple of those texts, too, asking, like, why is this so important? I will admit, sometimes parades can get a little, hmm, oftentimes. Lengthy? 
Yeah, and there's like almost advertisements walking through there where it's not even like a float. It's just like a couple of those. Like, was the committee really looking for another <laughs> yeah. per- another entry here? Right, or all the politicians that walk through and you're like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I never forget the St. Patrick's Day parade because I had kids who Irish danced, and so we go down there. And my dad couldn't wait for the common council to go through because Donovan was always out there. And regardless of his politics, my dad just like the Donovan would always raise hell. And he couldn't wait <laughs> for Donovan. During the parade. <laughs> couldn't wait for Donovan to come by and go, give him hell, Bob. Yes. All right. So I'm, I'm curious how uh, Bob Donovan would sound as he is walking the parade route. Well, yes, sir. I tell you what, we're going to give it to him and then, and then some. Does he ever throw any candy? I don't have any candy. I don't need candy. I've brought you the gift of my legislative service. Public service, Eric. And now I'm doing it at the state level. And we're going to get this deal done. What are his favorite fireworks would be? I don't need fireworks. I got fireworks right here on the assembly floor. And that's how we're... 8.30 on Wisconsin's morning news. Get ready, Milwaukee, for Thursday! Parade on Thursday? Parade on Thursday, what? Oh, my God! You know, the solution that I'll suggest to myself about, you know, getting all worked up about when we can put the chairs out and could just relax a little bit, I suppose. And not go to the parade? What do you no, mean? No, just relax. me. Like, I just relax my brain a little bit. And, and, just, just, and not get worked up over Just it? roll with stuff once in a while. Could you just <laughs> roll with it once in a while, ever? Please. Please. Thirty-seven on Wisconsin's morning news. I had an interesting conversation this morning about an event that's going to be coming up that you could attend if you like. Late this season, the Milwaukee Bucks signed a guy who'd been out of basketball for two years. Now, it was in part due to injury initially, but then he'd also been basically canceled for using an anti-Semitic slur while on a public gaming platform. A hateful word that Myers Leonard claimed he didn't even know what it really meant. To be totally honest with you, I was sad that I was losing my job i was sad that i hurt people and frankly all i cared about in my life outside of taking care of my family but honestly it's like 1a and 1b was going to make this right that is myers leonard myers leonard who joined the bucks this spring speaking with espn's outside the lines about the incident now since then he has been on this years-long like redemption tour. He has met with Jewish leaders all across the country in the various communities in which he's lived. Uh, and he's planning to speak publicly about this process again at Milwaukee's Jewish Community Center next week. I'll be a part of that, Eric, moderating a conversation with Myers. Uh, Mark Shapiro, president and CEO of the Harry and Rose Sampson Family Jewish Community Center, joined us earlier this morning to talk about it. I've called Mark a friend for many years And I know he takes his commitment, not just to the Jewish community, but the community at large, very seriously. And Mark would not invite someone into his house whom he thought was just going through the motions, right? Saying what he needed to do. Yeah. So he could get back and play ball. Here's what Mark had to say about that. You know, there are a lot of athletes who have uh, had challenges who, you know, like you said in the intro, been canceled. And uh, Myers is clearly somebody who 
uh, is a, very different about this, very interested in fixing the hate speech that is happening in the world from the platform he has. So the event is going to be called, uh, where do I have it here? It's coming up Wednesday. It's it's open to everyone. Anybody who wants to be a part of it can Wednesday night at seven o'clock at the Jewish Community Center. And, you know, Mark's point was we wanted to open it up not just to the Jewish community, but everyone in the community. What he just said there about, you know, hate speech affecting everyone uh, and also his his true belief that Myers is contrite and deserves a shot to ask for forgiveness. You asked a really important question to follow up. Hey, Mark, what are you hoping to learn you know, I'm, I'm going to be really interested to see actually what all the people who are there are willing to learn. I'm, I'm going to be watching um, our community uh, that is going to be the question of, it's been such a cancel culture. Are people really willing to let people uh, make amends? There's uh, pretty solid lessons about uh, redemption, the Hebrew word teshuva, um, of actually being forgiven and how you get forgiven. I'm, I'm going to be intrigued to see if the community is really ready to accept an apology, can a person make a mistake and then fix it? Or is it just canceled out the minute you make that mistake? I think anytime we talk about these things, Eric, and this is a point that I definitely want to make is each one of these has to be viewed on a case by case basis. They're not all the same, right? Correct. Because here in this case, you got a guy, Myers Leonard, who said a word one time, believe him or not. He says he didn't even know what it meant. It was an anti-Semitic slur. And he's like, I didn't, well, I wasn't trying to make an anti-Jewish comment here. I was just saying a word that I had heard repeated. He owned that, said, I should have known better, but I didn't. And I'm also deeply sorry for it. And here's what I'm doing about it. I'm meeting with all these leadership, uh, the leadership in these various communities. Two years later is still talking about it and offering to be contrite um, versus someone who it's uncovered has a, you know, a manifesto of anti-Semitic writings Gets or whatever. caught. If you will. (laughs) Yes. And is very sorry they're caught. Right. Or different situation, different type of judgment. The UW-Madison student, 20 years old, caught something posted on social media in not just using a word, but sort of a screed of hate speech. Yeah, just racist screed. Right. So you can't look at each one of these the same every time. You have to judge, and, and we do judge. Right. I know we're not supposed to sit in judgment of everyone, but that's what we do. Right. You have to judge if you're evaluating is this person an honest actor. Does this person deserve redemption in our eyes of the community? You have to look at each situation, I think, separately on a case by case. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm interested in that. The other thing that we talked with Mark about is I'm like, why'd you ask me? <laughs> right. I asked Mark when he invited me. That's said a legitimate I, question. Yeah. I, he said, look, we're going to have this thing at the J on Wednesday. And as I said, Mark and I have known each other many years. We've collaborated on a number of events. And he said, I, I think you could be the person that leads this conversation. So there'll be an introduction and then Myers Leonard is going to sit and I'll sit with him. And he said, we want you to go, go at him for a half hour. And then they are also going to open it up to questions from the community. And I said, Mark, like, I feel like I need to ask you this. Like, don't you want a Jew to be there to ask him those questions? Do you want someone from the J? Why don't you do it? Why didn't you know, some of the others on your board yeah. or somebody else? And he said, no, I deliberately don't want that. Because this is a community conversation, and I want someone who's a professional interviewer to come in and just do, he goes, treat it like you would any other news subject, and get it all out there. Ask them whatever you want. I think it would be great. 
I, well, I, Knowing I, you, too, you're going to have this prepped really well. I, I, I'm sure you'll have very uh, strong, provocative questions, not meant to, like, sensationalize anything. So yeah. it'll be good. And I think I'll stay you – know, I've, I've been going back and forth on how I open because it's, it's about Myers Leonard and it's about his journey – and it's about the Jewish Community Center. It's not about me, but I also want to state, like, right off the front end, like, it's funny because it's it's at the JCC, but I may lead with a Jesus quote, right? <laughs> which is, let he who is without sin cast the first stone, right? So I'm not going to sit up there in a chair in judgment of Myers or in judgment of any of these folks. I just said we judge people. I just mean sure. human nature mean. To, to judge and evaluate. But my job is not to th- sit there and condemn him or not condemn him to forgive him or not, just my job I view that night is to lead the conversation and let the community react how they will. I wonder if he has universally been accepted back now. And I'm don't. i not sure how many people actually know who he is as far as an NBA player goes. Right. It's a different thing if he's a superstar. But I, I do wonder if he still is going through this era of redemption. Yeah, obviously he is if he's doing this next week, but... If he's, ha- I, I would believe that he's happy to do this. That this is something that he now feels strongly about and knows that not only is it important for him and his growth, but just for the community too. And I wonder. Here's another question. I think I'm going to ask him: Is will you do this again next year if you're with a different team? What about five years from now? What about ten years from mm-hmm. now? Like at what yeah, point, yeah, yeah. if if any, are you ever like officially in his own mind like past this? Is this not one of the Top few things you read when you Google Myers Leonard, it's first he's an NBA player and then this and then this and then maybe there's a footnote down there. Is this something that he has passed by? Is there ever a getting fully past this or are you always on this redemption tour? Do you always have to address it when you're in a new place? Be interesting. If you'd like to join us, it's called Words Matter, a Jewish community conversation with Myers Leonard at 7 p.m. next week, Wednesday. It's at the JCC. It is free And everyone is welcome. 845 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Art imitates life, and then life imitates art right back. Remember the cabinet battle in Hamilton the musical? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We fought for these ideals, we shouldn't settle for less. These are wise words, enterprising men quote them. Don't act surprised, you guys, because I wrote them. <laughs> the rap battle over the plan for a national treasury. And the, the part that's germane to today's conversation, the founders, of course, in the early days of the nation, battling through the machinations of the Democratic Republic that they created and starting to work through what that really means, which is, yeah, there have always been backroom deals, you know, in the room where it happened, et cetera. Mm, but yep. to turn those plans into action, you got to get larger approval of the whole. You don't have the votes. You don't have the votes. <laughs> You're going to need congressional approval and you don't have the votes. So you know who doesn't have the votes today? The state Senate. <laughs> Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemahue. How about that? Wisconsin State Assembly did pass that bill to up state shared revenue payments to local municipalities and counties across the state. That's a few weeks now, right? Yes. Since they passed that? Yes. So that includes in it a provision that would allow Milwaukee County to levy additional sales tax and for the city of Milwaukee for the first time to create a sales tax with all kinds of strings attached. And that's what everybody's arguing over, including that both entities would need to put those proposals to a binding referendum. So in other words, you can do all that if voters approve it. 
And it puts local leaders in the unenviable position of having to publicly say now, we don't want to put it to a referendum because we don't think it'll pass. We'd rather just have you let us do this. Stick it to them! So Lemahieu then in the state Senate thought they might pass a version of the state shared revenue plan that removed that referendum provision. Right. That's right? what he said a couple of weeks ago. He did. So, well, we'll take a look at it. We know what Voss said over there, Assembly Speaker in the Assembly, uh, but we're going to look at it in the Senate here, and we may pass a plan that removes some of those mm-hmm. provisions that are real sticky. You don't have the votes. You don't have the votes. <laughs> so he doesn't have the votes, and he said as much. I don't have the votes to pass a new plan without those provisions in it. So now we're at last best offer. It appears this is the deal that was passed in the Assembly, as would be passed in the Senate. Referendum and other strings still attached, all included for Milwaukee. So let's get the take here from Assembly Speaker Robin Voss. We already passed the bill. It's now in the Senate. Um, I think that the idea of having a referendum, some people have objections to, as you heard from Senator Lemmy, who I think it was on a front, um, where he said that he did not have votes without a referendum in there. Should I play it again? No, I'll just... <laughs> it's a, you it's a good don't song. have the vote. It's a fun song. So Voss saying, time to move on. All right, they looked at it over there in their caucus, in, in their chamber. He did say that he met with Governor Evers earlier in the week, and there is concern that Evers would veto the bill if it has all those strings attached for Milwaukee. But he said they've been talking, but essentially Voss has had it. Uh, as I have said before, it is not my first option, but if we do not get a deal this week, I think we should strip out all of the Milwaukee things. Um, And we will just focus on the balance of the bill, which is repealing the personal property tax and making sure that every community around the state is not held hostage by Milwaukee's problems. (laughs) Hasn't this been weird and strange since the very beginning, since the first day they announced it? You have a better nose for this stuff than I do, because right away when we saw some of those early news conferences, the mayor involved, the county executive, and then leaders from the GOP in Madison standing together saying, oh, we worked this all out. So what's the plan? Uh, well, uh, that's really, right. At first, we don't really have a plan, the plan yet. Yeah, well, I don't, yeah we still got to figure that part out. And that's the part that I don't get. It almost, the skeptic in me almost wonders if this was the ultimate goal all along. <laughs> Never to have anything accomplished. For Republicans to be able to say, look, we tried with these guys. And for city and county to say, like, look, we tried with the legislature. And that's the part that I don't understand because we had heard, and and I have the sound, but I could pull it up, of uh, Cavalier Johnson saying, look, I've been to the Capitol a million times. You know, Crowley doing the same thing. I've been to the Capitol all these times, meetings, meetings, meetings. And then immediately after we saw what the plan was, they'll say, no, 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 this is not, we can't do it this way. We need to fix it. We need to change it. So what happened? How in the world did all these meetings, all these hours turn into this where now it's an ultimatum where it likely won't even be in the package? And at some point you do have to. I appreciate the negotiation. I appreciate at all that you have legislative leadership and the governor speaking to each other at sure, all. Of course. Of right? course. So that's a, that's a new development, <laughs> which is good and positive. But at some point you got to stop negotiating, and it either passes or it doesn't. It gets vetoed or it doesn't. But either way, I think you're right. You've got uh, all these negotiations that have been going on for weeks, if not months. Legislative officials and the governor now on the clock and in danger of being fully undone. You don't have the votes. You don't have the votes. (laughs) 
WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. on a Thursday morning. Wisconsin's Morning News wrapping up. Set to turn over the wheel to Steve Scafidi, who is in this house right now. All right, so uh, we're we're seeing the excitement about the parade season starting and the fireworks, all that stuff, as we ramp up to July 3rd, if you're in the falls, which they somehow haven't figured out that the Independence Day holiday is on the 4th, but whatever. (laughs) Milwaukee also has the biggest in the state. Again, don't understand it because it's on the 4th, but I I get it. It's this (laughs) desire to have people somehow be home on the 4th, which... You're, well, supposed, you're supposed this, to be together with not, the country on the floor. You're not seriously angry about this, are No, you? of course not. But it, <laughs> okay. I, I have to feign anger because I, that's what I do. <laughs> to get but worked I, up. But I am enthusiastic. <laughs> See how honest I am? Yeah. I love it. All right. I, I, I'm, love it. I love the idea that the Falls is saying enough to the soccer moms who feel it's necessary to camp out days ahead of time so they get the No, not prime. days. It's 24 hours. Oh, trust me. It's, it's days now. It's getting worse. Every year it's worse. And here's the thing that drives me nuts about this. I live there. I live I'm in the about, I'm talking about communities in general. Okay. Yeah. Now it's days. And they, they people actually put stuff on people's private property to hold parade spots because that's where the route is. <laughs> Are you If I'm that person, I'm not on the route, well, but I'm close. I'm throwing that stuff on the road. It's what, not sitting on my property. What are the rules? If you have like one of those sidewalks that goes through the middle of your yard, so to speak. Like yeah, that, they have that in that roadside places. strip isn't yours. Yeah, yeah. You, well, I don't have a sidewalk, so but yeah, but I, you know I know what I mean. Like, so what's yeah. the rule on that? Can anyone put down on that roadside strip? Yeah, thing? yeah. No, I'm not having it. Oof. I'm going to cut my grass. Your stuff's going to be on the street. <laughs> you pick it up. On, you can pick it up on the fourth if you want to, but I'm not having it. Steve Fireworks, baby, is next on WTMJ.